This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I found my ex on OnlyFans, it's not good She's wearing my grandma's bracelet while guys touch their wood She said she lost it, I don't know what to do I need you to say, what should I say? Hey! I get drunk, wake up, I want to kill Myself inside of a Starbucks still I feel like you can feel the way I feel Wow. Oh, I wanted that song to go on forever. Uh, there's still three more minutes. Really? Yeah, crank it. Crank it. <laughs> move, these, move, move the table. <laughs> Fucking dance. I want to break dance. Uh, I want to take Molly. <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, that was a Bieber parody, actually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. There's a Bieber song called Stay. Yeah, I think I know that one. I like Bieber now. I yeah he, he really, really had a great transformation yeah he totally was sort slaps. of a twerpy kid and mm-hmm. then he t- got turned into this like very thoughtful talented adult well I like one less lonely girl that interesting one's... so that's, <laughs> that's when just... he was six <laughs> really yeah. oh okay oh yeah he's great actually he's always been really talented I watched the documentary on him even like yeah. as a five year old he's like drumming pretty well yeah definitely definitely and yeah. now I'm worried that he's like either more jack than me or hotter than me or like. Why are you worried about that now? (laughs) He was always all three of those things. Not when he Jacked, was Jacked, hotter, and happier. And I was, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) because when he was 13, you were like 23 or something. Yeah. And you were very, very slender as a 23-year-old. No. (laughs) Your your shoulders were the same size as your waist. Right. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I was a a pencil uh, man. Exactly. I was parallel. A stick figure. Yes, exactly. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then when he got jacked, it was already too late for me to catch up. Right. There was a time where you, you were like beefed up a little bit, but, but not was light years ahead of you in terms of uh, weight hotness. What and... if you had it all with nobody to call? <laughs> then you're feeling lonely. Love. Ew. Is that a... Is that a song that you're making up or is it a Bieber song? It's Are a you... Bieber song. Okay. It's called I mean, Lonely. Yeah. And I was just saying that he has a great voice, but it's nothing that I can't do. You proved immediately when you started singing that it was something you couldn't do. You shouldn't have sung one of his songs that he's better at singing than you are. <laughs> okay. I Don't compare yourself to him. It's night and day. There's no comparison. It's still different hours of the fucking clock. It's not like night and day are more similar than like night and... A pickle. You're unattractive. Okay. You're you're underweight. (laughs) You're not hot. You can't sing. 
And you're actually pretty unhappy because of all of those things. So I feel like trying to play catch up with Justin Bieber is you're destined to fail there. Look at your face right now. <laughs> Does this look like a guy who's happy? No. Why don't we make a change? Let's not chase Bieber. Let's be your own guy. Actually, Chase Bieber would be a pretty cool name for me to have to be happier. <laughs> hey, Chase. Chase Bieber. <laughs> yeah. People would have to think I'm related. Related, yeah. And maybe that is better because then you'll stop comparing yourself to him and you'll just be your own Chase Bieber who does his own thing. My name is Chase Bieber because I chase Bieber. Actually, we're recording this again in studio live. That's right. Not really That's live, right. but you guys can watch it. So you can also see my face when Jake says, look at your face. That's right. If you guys can wa- if you guys want, you can watch this on YouTube. Uh, what is the YouTube for this thing? I think it's our uh, show's YouTube channel. If I Were You? Yeah. Show if YouTube? You search, if you search like, if I were you, mm-hmm. we'll call this episode Chase Bieber. Nice. And then so people will be able to search, if I were you, Chase Bieber. And then you can find the, the channel, mm-hmm. other videos we've done. Sometimes yeah. we're over Zoom. Other times we're in, in a freaking room together. Yeah. This is better. Would you say this is better? This is a lot better, yeah. Yeah. No delay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to worry about Zoom lag. Right. Setting up your own microphone right. to just sit here and talk. Yeah. Sad and lonely recording on Zoom in your house, for exactly. sure. Exactly. For sure. Uh, that was uh, a theme song written by Pete Bradford, and he nice. has a story about the three of us. Let's see if you remember this, because I don't. Okay. I have nothing to plug, but I do have a funny short story involving the three of us. In another lifetime, you guys were interviewing me over Zoom to be an audio engineer at HeadGum. At the end of the interview, you asked me how I thought the podcast compared to other podcasts that I listened to. I thought you were talking about audio quality instead of how much I liked the show. So I said, honestly, it's not as bad as the Joe Rogan podcast or anything, but it definitely has room to improve. I received very astonished and confused faces from the both of you. And then he has a laughing emoji because he's over it. Mm -hmm. This has been and will always be my favorite casted pot. Interesting. I feel like that question was about our audio. Mm. And maybe the astonished look was because we didn't know Joe Rogan had a podcast back then. No, this was like during, if we were interviewing him over Zoom, this would have been during the pandemic. We I guess Joe it Rogan. was. But we also conducted audio engineer interviews like what, back when we started HeadGum. And they were like, I think we also did them virtually oh really we d- we've done virtual interviews for a long time maybe just is using the term zoom loosely. right and it was like a google hangout yeah because we haven't it, we haven't conducted a audio engineer interview you and i for a Years. long time right yeah does this ring a bell at all no no not at all <laughs> i mean i remember if it, if this is the search where we ended up hiring either chris or carly then I, yes i remember like I remember a bunch of people like uh, I remember right. interviewing them, like literally from like twenty. Yeah, but I don't something. remember. There was definitely not anybody that like lost the job with a single answer. Like this guy remembers. Right. This is this guy's dead eyes moment. Mm-hmm. He remembers it very vividly, and we're yeah. just sort of I can't quite remember. But I guess this did happen. I mean, he yeah. he has quotes. He he quoted himself and us. Right. Well, uh, but those are quotes from memory, so it's not necessarily that's like right inherently biased. Yeah. Astonished look. I don't recall. Well, Pete. Uh, we did like the stay parody, the Justin Bieber parody. Yeah. So in a way, we're working together after all. Right. Send us your resume, man. And I can't believe Joe Rogan, the guy from fucking Suddenly Susan, has a podcast. Joe Rogan was on Suddenly Susan. He news radio. Huh. Maybe Suddenly Susan too. Do you guys know? 
News Radio. We've got producers live now. <laughs> now we don't Google shit. We just ask other people to do it. It was a workplace situation comedy, to be sure. And I think, yeah, I think it was News Radio. Interesting. It had more to do with what we're doing now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We uh, should get him on. What's he up to? He's one of the most influential podcasters in the world. How do you like to be on Chase Bieber's show? <laughs> How'd you like to talk to Chase Bieber about how you went from sitcoms? I bet sitcoms. we would be able to get a lot more guests if we said, hey, will you be a guest on Chase Bieber's podcast? <laughs> My new name. Uh, all right. This is If I Were You, the only advice pod oh, yeah, on the web. I'll be Justin, excuse me. I'll be Justin Hurwitz, okay? Isn't that the guy who wrote the, La La Land? Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't Not matter. Maybe. Okay, but you... But, <laughs> I'll That's just, why fine. you chose Then I'll be it. Justin Rice. It doesn't matter because the email says, will you be on Chase Bieber's podcast along with his buddy, Justin? And then you'll kind of, <laughs> you'll kind of assume, and actually me and you, we're kind of like brothers at this point. His brother, Justin, Chase Bieber's podcast with his brother, Justin. And they don't know that my name is Justin Rice. But so what's the goal? To get a, a guest in here and they'll be sorely disappointed? Um. I hadn't thought of it like that far ahead, but yeah, if Rogan shows up here, we're suddenly talking to him. He's like, who are you guys? And I'm like, I'm, oh, I'm Chase Bieber. I'm Justin Rice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I'm sort of in a sour yeah. mood and we're talking Why is he in a sour mood? Because he thought he was we talking didn't, to no. Bieber. Yeah. Well, that's on him. Not right. us. Yeah. We still conduct the interview. We'll still have a nice time. <laughs> and then that, then the downloads go up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now you can introduce the show. If I were you. Uh, Only Advice Podcast on the web, hosted by us. I'm Chase. I'm Justin. Uh, We are reading real emails from real folks. Um, If you got your own questions, send them on down to. It's the same email as always, if Mm -hmm. I were your show at gmail.com. Got some fucking crazy ones, actually. Let's go. One lady in Canada is wondering what the statute of limitations is on rejection. You get rejected earlier on in your life. Can you go for it again? Mm-hmm. Or is that rejection a lifetime sentence? I'm going to say it depends on the rejection just off the cuff without hearing any of the context. Okay, so here's the context. Let's hear it. We'll call this lady uh, Lindsay Vaughn, who I think is like a skier. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping from Canada. Totally. The winter before the pandemic, I was into a friend of mine. We were flirting a bit. Then I kissed him at a party. However, after a few weeks... Uh, he soundly rejected me, saying he's not looking to date anyone and he doesn't want to go forward with, forward with the flirtation. That's fine. No problem. I moved on. <laughs> I don't want to go forward with the flirtation. Enough is enough. I don't say. even want to have a clever conversation <laughs> with you right That's now. That's right. Don't even touch my shoulder while you laugh at a joke of mine. Mm-hmm. Then the pandemic starts. He goes back to his hometown for months. We don't talk. I finish school. He comes back, becomes an integral part of my friend group. And now... Wouldn't you know we're flirting again? I've gotten much closer, basically cuddling while watching movies, spending a lot of time together, etc. So here's the question. He hasn't made a move, and I feel like I, when I do it again, it will be rejected just mm. like last time. What's the statute of limitations on rejected? Should I go for it again, even though it feels like a similar setup to our last situation? Or am I off the hook and I should just wait for him to be quit being a goddamned coward? Mm. Any yeah. thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Well, okay. Okay. So this, I don't think this was like 
as soundly, or this is like the the most normal type of rejection Which that is... you can come back from. That this person's not ready for a relationship, not not ready, and then they've taken. I mean, if it was if it was pre pandemic, it's like two years. Yeah, a lot has possibly changed. The only issue mm. I see is that I'm not ready for a relationship is a great sounding rejection for somebody that just doesn't want to hook up with you. Yeah, but then why would he cuddle again two years later? Guys do dumb shit like that all the time. Interesting. Yeah. Even 22-year-olds. Yeah, especially. So I'm not saying the door is closed, but I'm, I wouldn't necessarily... I guess I, I'm saying I wouldn't have necessarily trusted his initial reason for not wanting to pursue the flirtation. Mm. Does that make sense? Right. But don't you feel like a little bit pre-pandemic is a reset? Like, yeah, the world is different now. Everybody's different now. A lot of more people are mm -hmm. sick or dead. And so maybe his Actually, thoughts yeah, about the population of the world has gone, it's down. lower. So yeah. it's not like quite, I'm the last man on earth. Right. But it's definitely closer than it was. For sure. Yeah. Wow. That's a good question. Is population growing so fast and rapidly that uh, it's outweighed the amount of people who have died from the pandemic? Or are there less people on Earth now than there were two years ago? I'm going to go ahead and say that the population is growing faster. than the pandemic is killing. Just because, um, I, you know, I'm going to guess randomly, but I also did study anthropology at Yale. So I feel like I kind of have like wow. a good sense of... Uh, humanity, culture. So how population. fast is population growing? One you know. every freaking <laughs> millisecond. How about that? Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> thousand babies just born just now. But then someone dies every other second. So, or no, a thousand people die every other second. So then you have to <laughs> oh, Wait, no. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I'm trying to remember my, my, I defended my thesis and I'm trying to remember... This, your thesis was about basic algebra. How many people are born and die every second? Every millisecond. Mm -hmm, a totally. thousand milliseconds every second. I, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> All I'm saying is the population is definitely more now than pre-pandemic. Yeah, I would guess so too. Which okay. means I think we're due for another... A, a big boy, like all this shit. Like I want that station 11. I feel shit. like I hear Casey typing to see if, if we're right. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to check in and find out. Mm. Would you? Yeah, I guess that's... you can search how many people are I think born you already every did. year. Are Casey, you guys did checking? You? She's checking. You're just erasing a woman's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't know where the fucking sound was coming from. Uh, 140 million born every year. 140 million babies born every year? Oh, yeah, that's way more than how many have died. How many does that break out to uh, every second? <laughs> 140. I'm sorry, Anya, but I respect your work. <laughs> so you have to do 140 million divided by 365, divided by 24, divided by 60. Minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how many, what? What is that number? I don't know what the actual number is. It's 500,000, 525,600 That's how many in a year, in right? In a year, yeah. That's, oh, that's minutes in a but year. But I don't actually know if that's 100% the lyrics to that song. Right. 525,600 minutes. That's, actually, this is more important. Can we look up the lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> actually, who wrote Rent? Actually. Jonathan Larson. I actually watched Tick, Tick, Boom recently, and I know this now. So that movie is about the guy who wrote Rent? Uh, yes. It's like his... his um, one man show or his his show that he wrote about himself before Rent called Tick Tick Boom. Why is that a film to be made? Like it was just another show of his. 
And so Same they wanted they to make Rent. a movie about the guy who made Rent and the show that well, he made. Well, he made that Rent. play about his own life. I see. And that was like, uh, it was a show. So mm-hmm. they turned that show into, into a movie. A movie. Got and that it. guy's so relevant the, because he eventually wrote Rent. Rent. And yeah. So the movie's not about him like writing Tick, Tick, Boom. The movie is the movie adaptation of the play Tick, Tick, Boom. Right. The movie is the movie adaptation of the play Tick, Tick, Boom. But Tick, Tick, Boom <laughs> is kind of a self-biography, yeah. an autobiography about him writing Tick, Tick, Boom. I see. So it's, <laughs> he's writing songs that he's singing, but they're happening on a stage. But like the play is about him writing the songs. And how is Garfield in it? Great. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. His voice is amazing. <laughs> That's kind of like cool. in Rent How, there's that song, uh, One Song Glory, where he's like writing the song mm-hmm. about writing a song. I see. It's like yeah. a kind of meta that way. Yeah. He's like, I'm trying to write the best song ever. Glory. Um, what, <laughs> how many babies are born every second? <laughs> 4.5 babies born every second. Not bad. I wasn't that far off. What did I say? A thousand? You said a thousand. <laughs> You're off by several orders of magnitude. <laughs> it's been a minute since I studied anthropology. Yale. It's been 525,000, <laughs> yeah, 600 minutes. I don't know if I mentioned that I didn't actually graduate from there and I defended my thesis, much to my dishonor and discredit on the day. Much <laughs> to your chagrin, right? <laughs> yeah. Moving all the way back to Lindsey Vaughn. Right. Um, go for it again what if you do like the half go for it so you guys are cuddling on the couch and you just lean in to talk to his like mouth even closer then it's like Mm -hmm. you can't reject me I didn't even try to kiss you I'm just an inch away from your nose yeah I mean I think the the door is obviously open because a lot has changed definitely it wasn't as like it wasn't a rejection based on you or your character it's what he was going through so it's it can happen I wonder though, like you do have to, she has to decide if she wants to put herself out there or not. And I feel like it's, it's trending towards he's going to make a move if you just keep on the steady course and then you could theoretically, you know, not have to put yourself out there. Meet him halfway. Yeah. Both literally and metaphorically. That said, like all the signals are there. And if you lean in to kiss him and he rejects you, I don't think that's like a bad reflection of her. That's just. He's sort of being a bad person because he's cuddling. Yeah, but you know, some people like to cuddle. I don't know. I just think it's all. This is all fine. Yeah, and you Cut. might you you might hook up and you might get another polite rejection because I think even he would know that if you tried to kiss him, he was flirting and cuddling with you. Yeah. So it's not like that's out on of him. Order. I think we've said this before that cuddling is almost more like intimate than kissing. Yeah, because with cuddling, the surface area that you're touching is almost your entire body. For sure, kissing is just lips. Yeah, lip, well, and tongue. Yeah, if necessary. And a little teeth if you do it right. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Chase Bieber style <laughs> kissing involves... That's all teeth and tongue. <laughs> no lips. Could you possibly do an all teeth kiss without any lip or tongue? Yeah. Like tooth on tooth? Because it's you can't really get an angle. I guess I can... If I put the top oh. of my top teeth against yeah. your bottom teeth... Right. We can like clink almost. It wouldn't like be intimate because it'd have to be pretty precise. But yeah, I think we could. I think we could. I think we could uh, probably do something in a way that was just a, a teeth, a tooth, knock. a tooth to tooth without yeah. anything else without touching. Nothing, yeah, with nothing else touching. Definitely. I feel like your teeth would have to come out of your mouth, like because it's like mm-hmm. it's located within the garage of my head. We did it Spider-Man style. Speaking of Andrew Garfield, <laughs> where your head is back upside down and you're. Your top teeth are kind of bared, and I just go down and I bite them. Yeah. I think I could do that. 
And this is a video podcast now, so we could almost like maybe in the second act. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's take a break. Think some sponsors come back and sort of figure out the physics of how we could Spider-Man tooth kiss within the confines of this studio. Because I'd have to, yeah, almost dangle. Are these one these of lights, these lights are bolted up? Yeah, so I, I wonder do like if we a, could, yeah, almost like a swing set style. I was gonna say, bars, yeah, if, if we I get like fully, enough of these XLR cables, I can be fully upside down. Yeah, <laughs> I fall and hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't do anything. <laughs> Stand back. Stay back. Shh, shh, shh. I close your out. eyes and say goodnight, sweet <laughs> prince, prince, and then uh, bite your top te- uh, teeth. <laughs> as I finally pass out, you slap me Will Smith style. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back soon enough. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Jake, yeah. do you have any? Oh, it's a little the Mom, I'm coming. <laughs> Actually, yes. Mom, I'm coming. Mom, I'm humming. Interesting. My advice is to hum, folks. Hum. Hum. That's right. For example, hum. <laughs> Whatever. You know, okay. it doesn't have to be anything. And why is that good to do? 
Well, I'll tell you. Um, there's, I was learning about uh, the vagus nerve. You know that it's like a, it's a big nerve that runs from like your skull to your spine, basically. Uh, and yours to, is exposed. Back yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got <laughs> like a stegosaurus. Of, yeah, <laughs> I think that's not the nerve though. You have some sort of goiter. I think I might have even talked about this on the show before, but like. Um, a friend of mine had like a video where she kind of like showed all these different ways to like stimulate the vagus nerve because it like touches all your uh, internal organs and having it stimulated like increases your heart rate, increases like your, makes you feel better, makes your mood better. Okay. Um, and humming is one of the things that that activates it. It's almost like a natural high that you're trying to create. Right. So instead of like taking a drug that makes you like mm -hmm. dump serotonin, you can right. hum and that tricks your body into making endorphins yeah. that make you feel better. Right. You know, like you pretend to laugh or you smile and you kind of think you're happy. Yeah. Uh, it, just humming, I think it's like a little, it's soothing. It's nice. So I've been humming as I walk. And are you humming to the tune of a song or are you just vibrating your skull and that's good enough? Uh, just, you know, I'm humming to like random, random tune. I don't think, I don't think I am humming anything in particular. No. Interesting. Yeah. And then have you found it to be helpful? Yeah. It's definitely not hurt. It's not harmful. No. It's nice. Not harmful. It's fine. It's All good. Right. I guess I, I think it's decent. Let me try it because I find myself in kind of a sour mood whenever I have to talk to you a little bit so here we go ready mm -hmm. um i'm and actually i might song i might i might just hum fun. a little bit too because <laughs> I, now i'm in sort of a a bad headspace because of what you just said to me okay so i'll probably you know um, doesn't have to be even a song what you said was kind of hurtful but. ready yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> that was yeah i can't wait to be king that's good it is helpful because i'm also singing a happy song so uh -huh. it's fun to yeah. hear that right all right let me try to sing i'll have a bad song and see okay. if it makes me sad right um <laughs> <laughs> this is putting everyone else in a bad mood. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's still helpful because it sort of vibrates and it's like, yeah. uh, it's sort of like shaking up any like loose cobwebs. That's your Vegas nerve, buddy. Interesting. Yeah. V like pronounced like Las Vegas? Uh, pronounced like Las Vegas, but it's V A G A S. Vegas, I C V A G U S. The, the... Oh, it's not. I thought it was V A G A. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, V A G U S. It's a not modular of the brain gut axis. Yes. Wow. So actually, it's kind of interesting. You're, there's a nerve that runs from your brain to your ass. Really? So if, yeah, if you make your ass vibrate, that'll increase your mood. Actually, can I. Permission to fart hello by Adele to see just to compare it to when I was humming it. Can you tell that that's what I was humming? No, I didn't, song? but I'm glad that yeah. I, yeah. Hello from the other fart. Yeah. yeah that's good. And it works because mm -hmm. it feels good to fart. Yeah. Uh, sweet. That's actually, it's a venous. It's like anus, but vagus combined. That's cool. the nerve that sort of gets stimulated when you fart yeah. to a specific This is why people song. will never actually take our advice. <laughs> <laughs> and probably shouldn't. Wait, right. who taught you about the vagus nerve? Who's, who's the one who gave you that, um, that My friend Kat. Interesting. She sort of gave you that little tidbit of advice. That's right. 
So you're just regurgitating what she said, or so are you bringing anything new to the table? I'm, I'm <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm spreading the gospel. Bring something new to the table. Not everybody that listens to the show would know her. So right, yeah. right. No, I get that. It's just that, like, when I bring in uh, unsolicited advice, it's shit that no one's ever even thought of before. Water picks. <laughs> I think I really you didn't came up it. with that. Those were meant to water really thin plants before I was like, oh, this is a good idea. Interesting. Yeah. I actually had two. Do you get the brushes? <laughs> the what? The brushes. Have they given you the wires? What do you mean the wires? The really thin little wire brushes that go between the teeth? You mean floss? No. No, I do not. <laughs> like I know I would know yeah, no. It's like a it's a it looks like a little fucking mesh brush brush. It's like a, a little pipe cleaner attached to a really thin little plastic. In addition no. to the water pick or as an extension? I went to a periodontist recently. And a gum surgeon. Yeah. And she was like, floss twice a day. Twice a day? And then she was like, and you know, it wouldn't hurt to like floss during, like after lunch. So basically floss all the time. Yeah. Right after you And eat. then water pick. Yes. Okay. Also water pick. Okay. And then of course brush. And then she gave me these little fucking pipe cleaners. Now there's a fourth thing. And she's like, yeah, and just, you know, put these in between your teeth and your gum and, and scrub. It's like, this is, it's too much. It's a full-time job. We shouldn't Sally. have teeth. <laughs> we shouldn't have them. They should, there's nothing else on our body that requires this level of maintenance, right? It used to be just floss, and now it's like, now it's like, do you floss? Yes, I floss. All right, well, do you water pick? It's like, yes, I also do that. Yeah. But then did you add the fucking pipe cleaner? Yeah, did you pipe cleaner? And did you did, did you floss three times today? Yeah. Yeah. My God. Like, sorry, I have to do other shit. Take I also my have teeth taxes. Out. And like, I want, yeah. My I'll... cholesterol's high. Like, you don't give a shit about anything but gums. So you mm-hmm. can say for me to do all this shit. Yeah. But I have, I'm like a I fully have a functional. job. Yes, I have a job. <laughs> in addition job. to, fl- yeah. I can't floss every fucking meal. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works. Right. Because I also have to take care of my house plants. Yes. That's not to keep a fucking dog alive. So right. I can't floss and Imagine if we have neglect a kid. that. Forget, Forget about it. it. Yeah, Forget that's about never going to happen. Then you have, then to, you have, to, then you have to remember that they have to floss. Yeah, I don't get, like, no. I have a friend with, like, four kids, right? So, what, every meal you then have to feed four other people? Yeah. So, it's like, I'll and have every a, time I'll you have a floss, banana because like, I'm did, running Hey, out. did all four you guys yes, floss? exactly. No way. I have a bowl of cereal. Oh, shit, I forgot I have to fucking make eggs for nine people right now. Right. Then and I have then to three clean. hours later, did, yeah. you, did you give them lunch? Lunch? It's going to be fucking <laughs> they two want and a half two? <laughs> I have to make sandwiches for all of you guys? And then it's, what, oh. dinner time again? Yeah, forget it. So then no, I didn't fucking use a pipe cleaner because I was I've been in the kitchen right. literally nonstop every day for the last five years, keeping these four things alive. Yeah. As as I talk, my teeth are falling, falling out. out. Yeah. yeah. I should say this is not me. Yeah. I right. don't have any you don't, children. You have a dog. Yes. You just exactly. have a dog. I just have a dog. <laughs> but and I And you do have gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm doing is sort of neglecting everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. doing the bare minimum. Your dog has gingivitis as well. <laughs> yes, he has plaque. <laughs> he has cirrhosis of the gum. Uh, okay, but since yeah. we have all of our shit together, why don't we try to dispense more wisdom and Let's answer people's questions? <gasps> this one is a self-considered tough one. Says um, James um, Jones. James Jay. Jones, right? Stuff, yeah. Uh, I'm a 23-year-old and fresh out of college. While in college, I never had a problem taking the dimes to the pound town. I think I'm a good-looking guy, but now I really struggle to get past the first date. For instance, this one time I met with a bombshell at a bar and everything went great and we made out while I picked her up. 
We went back to her place and I eventually left because I wanted to take things a little slow. But then the next day, she doesn't want to hang out with me. This isn't even the first time either. Please help. I want to dive in the poon, but with a good girl. That's really interesting. That's fascinating, actually. Oh. Dive in the poon, but with a right. good girl. That's yeah. That's, that's tough. I think that's a it's that's a world class predicament for sure. I mean, that's who, probably the yeah. hardest issue anyone's faced mm-hmm. this year because he's used to and taking as, dimes. As, as to we read that town. question, a hundred babies were born into this beautiful world. That's amazing, and yeah. this guy is also in this world. Um, okay, dude, is this uh, maybe it's easier to 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 um meet pe- people and ladies in Do college you dive into poon town it's helpful to take dimes to pound, pound town in college maybe it's a little bit easier did you ever find that in college it's easier than in the real world i actually had a much harder time in college than i did out of college but i think i did the reverse <laughs> i don't know i whatever happened to me happened in reverse right Nobody liked me in college, and people liked me after I left. Why did nobody like you in college? I was a nasty little shithead. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. That's I'd, right. I'm sorry to hear that. I had that. a negative attitude. <laughs> I was mean. I was rude. I was a social dissident. <laughs> and I was dissonant. And so, I was distanced. <laughs> so overall, you just weren't a nice guy to be around. Mm-hmm. Bad hygiene, bad health, bad yeah. attitude. And you, you you, didn't find yourself leaving colleges because you weren't necessarily... Yeah, I never stuck around very long. ...academically yeah. either. I was... I was... Um, I was uh, yeah, I was not welcome back at one college. Then the other two, I dropped out just because I didn't <laughs> feel like it. And then the fourth one, that was a mutual decision. <laughs> I didn't want to go back. I wasn't allowed to go back. It seems like those are all for the same thing. <laughs> well, the other two I left on my own volition. They would have had me. <laughs> so you're saying your grades were good enough in the middle two. In the middle two, the grades were... <laughs> the grades were not. They were, those schools were cheap enough that I could have just kept on going. Yeah. The first one, I lost the scholarship, and I wasn't allowed. Like, you, you had know. a scholarship? Yeah, to the first college. Oh, I didn't know that. Was yeah. it full ride, or how did that work? I think it was... Not a, f- I think maybe a half ride. Wow, it was a, a tennis ride. scholarship, by the way. So you should be a lot better at tennis. Yeah, no, I was not good even when I got the scholarship. <laughs> but you, were, how did they know that you were good enough to give you a scholarship? Did I you believe- have to like submit your results or something? I believe I, I believe I played when I on a visit. I like you met the played- tennis. Yeah, I met the tennis coach. And you were so you were pretty good. If I was you, not good at tennis. I had how a good, could you be ba- bad and convince a tennis coach to be like, let's give this guy a half rod? Even I like, peaked. I pe- I was a very good tennis player when I was twelve. I like won the club tournaments at my at my like pool club or whatever. <laughs> and then I wow. Then I slowly deteriorated. So I'm as good as a good twelve year old <laughs> now, but I could serve harder. But like when I was eighteen, I had like. I had lost a little bit of your um, speed. No, it was really Accuracy. just it was about stroke confidence. Like I kind of I I moved to like a chip shot, like a slicing forehand instead of a topspin forehand because you're afraid that your control was too errant. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to improve my consistency. Mm. But what ended up happening is that I like slowly got worse and just became a little poker. I would just poke the ball over. 
Um, so if I didn't win the point on my serve or if I couldn't win it at the net, yeah. I would basically <laughs> lose it in the backcourt trying to slice the ball back to somebody who could just kind of put it away. And did you, did you see King Richard? I did, yes. And did any of that sort of remind you of your upbringing? Did anybody push you and drive you and force you to play no i think uh, see that's the that's the problem i don't have that winner mentality i have like the choke mentality i see if i'm up i'm like oh wow that's someone's gonna come back and if i and even when i can come back i'm like i'm gonna come back and make it close but ultimately lose and who was your if if not your father did your did your parents play tennis who was the one who drove you to these my mom and dad both played tennis oh really yeah still um yeah, my dad plays squash sometimes. I don't think he plays tennis anymore. My mom plays tennis. Did you ever beat them or play them uh, heads up? Yeah, I played. I've played my uh, parents in tennis as recently as like maybe six or seven years ago. And how were they? Um, I beat them then, <laughs> so they were. <laughs> you know, they're fine. They're they're good. And when you were twelve? Uh, no, this I when I was like twenty. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. did you play them? At oh, age when I was twelve. Um, no, I never played. My dad could always beat me when we were younger, when he, when we were 12. Okay. He had a forehand slice. Really? Yeah. Damn. You play tennis, right? You play. You I've play been playing tennis. I feel like we should play tennis because I, I, now is the time where I've been playing for like a year every week now. And yeah. I wonder if I've caught up to you, a 12 year old who stopped. How consistent improving. are you? You hit it, you're hitting it over with topspin. Uh, yeah. I mean, not all the time. I'm like, you try to just be a wall because I'm not right. playing very good competition. I'm playing my right. other buddy, Amir, who's not yeah. very good at tennis either. So we're sort of roughly comparable. What's your service like? Not great. I'm, uh, if I'm really going for that first serve, 10% of the time is it going in. Yeah. So then sometimes I take it off my first serves cause I don't even want to double fault. Right. But if it's like just playing around, then I could be a little more loosey goosey. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to play. We should we should try to like set something up where we can uh, video that as well. Yeah, I, I think I need one. I need to play no video to make sure that I'm uh, at least comparable to you. And Decent. Then, yeah, yeah. Then we can play. And then we could, yeah. So one offline, one online. Yeah. Uh, and this person who's taking times to uh, pound oh, right. down anymore. Um, I think you know it's you, there's probably like an element of an attitude change that like it almost feels like you're in between them right now you were like mm. party guy in college yeah. and now you're trying to like have a more consistent meaningful thing yeah. where you know you're saying that you took someone home but left cuz you wanted it you wanted to take it slow which is good but i think even if i as long as you're framing it in this email like this to us that's okay, but like project onto the world that you're that you care less about going to Poon Town. Yeah, especially because he says he wants to dive in the Poon with a good girl. I don't know if good girls necessarily want to be with somebody that say stuff like dive in the Poon. So it's sort of like a self fulfilling mm-hmm. bad prophecy. Yeah. So change yourself, be better, and then you can find yourself a better person once you actually aren't the person that you currently are. Right. And you could also stop looking – like I, maybe it's like in college you met people at parties and people were drunk and they hooked up and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was good for that time. But now you're looking for something that's different, but you're still kind of going to the same places, like going to dive bars, going, staying out late, making yeah. out with people. And yeah. it's like that's not necessary. like you're – Meeting people there that uh-huh. probably don't don't have that same like um, you know I'm looking for a good guy mentality. That's right. So maybe 
hit the dating apps or try to meet somebody in a different context. Yeah. And, you know, taking it slow isn't necessarily the worst thing. I mean, this person, um, he, he's the one who said he wanted to take it a little slow. So maybe that's a good step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's take another break. Think some more sponsors. Come back and answer more questions, maybe about tennis, maybe about other stuff. Let's go. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most of it yours. Saving the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we are back. Yeah. Okay, here's one that's a little different. Okay. But still from a 22-year-old in Canada. Good. Yeah. That's that's the thing with our audience is that we get older and they stay the same age and are from Canada. Right. Always from Canada. So this 22-year-old who we'll call Wayne Gretzky or perhaps his brother Brent Gretzky, right? Brent. I'm from Calgary, Alberta. We went to Calgary, right? That's right. Yeah. Made a show there. We did Edmonton, Calgary. Vancouver. Vancouver. And yeah. wasn't there another one? Winnipeg. Oh, yeah. So maybe we just did Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg. I think we did Vancouver after. Really? We did four? Four, yeah. So maybe we did Winnipeg, not Edmonton. I think we did Winnipeg, Calgary, Vancouver. Vancouver. That's possible. Uh, and I'm seeking your advice in regards to dealing with some tumbleweeds. That's right. Cool. We're off dating. We've moved on to Canadian agricultural problems. Cool. For some reason, my house lines up with a wind tunnel that causes these giant tumbleweeds to accumulate in the front gate that leads into my backyard. It also accumulates in front of my neighbor's backyard gate, but he never deals with it. 
I've taken a look at other houses on the block and I'm the only one dealing with this issue. One day I eventually got rid of about a dozen of them by crushing them and shoving them into my compost bin. Unfortunately, the tumbleweeds are stuck in the container and won't come out when it's empty by the city. So now I need to come up with a different method of disposal and I'm not sure what to do. I've thought about throwing them over my fence, making sh- my other neighbors deal with it, but I really don't want to be that guy. Mm. I've also considered just moving all of them to the front of my neighbor's gate. Well, that would be too obvious and he would know what I'm doing. They accumulate so fast. It's been about a month since I disposed and there's 15 more of them now. They're all about two to three feet in diameter. God. It's literally too much plant matter to even throw in a trash can. Let me know if you have any ideas. Maybe I should just burn them. Thank you. I There's got to be a better person to contact about this. Uh, I think I know what to do with these tum- Canadian tumbleweeds. Okay, go for it. There's this liquid formula mm-hmm. that will soften the weed. Yeah. And almost turn it into this wood paste. A a sludge. Yeah. (laughs) It's this proprietary blend that I'm sort of working on. You're working on it? It's a tree melting formula between acid and oil that's located not really on the periodic table of elements because it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And it, what You're it does, on I'll, it? I'll rub it on a tree <laughs> and it'll soften like Do you like know a... about it or did you make it? <laughs> it's an idea I have. It'll soften the tree. So it's not tree. even a prototype. No. There's nothing in beta. No. You just have an idea about a paste that will melt a tree. <laughs> not melt. Soften it. That's the difference. You ever touch a tree and it's got a spongy bark? This will do that. To the tumbleweeds? To what? <laughs> Also, please shout out my podcast, Savory Avery, on Spotify. <laughs> Good name. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I've never, I've never even, I thought this was like just a cartoon thing, tumbleweed, like when something is boring, a yeah. tumbleweed flies by. I mean, I've seen them. I've seen them before. It's it's interesting that they're accumulating. I wonder yeah. if that's like a winter thing because there's like dry twigs everywhere. It feels like when there's more leaves on the trees and stuff, you you might see them less. So maybe it'll, it'll hopefully be a seasonal thing. Yeah, imagine this uh, 15 of these spherical thicket balls just sort of two to three feet in diameter mm-hmm. bunching up by your gate because you're in fucking Calgary, I mean, Alberta. It, it sounds like you have to put them all into, into a tarp, put them in a truck, and then bring them to like a, an agricultural center. Yeah. But I feel like you could talk to your city's waste management. And I, I don't mind the burning them do. thing, especially if it's winter. Yeah, burning like, seems fine. In the snow, right? Yeah. And when you burn them, it's like nature's way of saying, go away. Yeah, there are places that, I, I don't know what the deal is with like burning your like lawn waste, but like sometimes it's fine and sometimes it's bad. Like yeah. it's bad here because yeah. everything can catch on fire, but maybe in Canada it's different. Did you ever go through a fucking pyro phase? Yeah. Like burning it, shit? For sure. And yeah. you like to lighting see like how Lighting on fire works. Yeah. yeah, lighting an M80 running yeah. away. That's really cool. Yeah, What's fire the biggest sure. thing you ever burned? Um, Nothing. Nothing. Because your mom once told me that you tried to burn the school. This is insane. No, I did not. My mom did not say that. We call her right now. She said you put gasoline on This is some kind of fake gotcha journalism. (laughs) Yeah. She said you had a very big pyro. She said you had a fucking Zippo for your bar mitzvah. You wanted a Zippo lighter and to learn tricks. And you got one of those knives that you could flip open like that. A knife? Yeah, like a fucking Bowie knife or what are they called? I don't know. A butterfly knife? Yeah, you wanted a fucking butterfly knife, a nunchuck, and a Zippo lighter. So what phase is this? You just wanted to open shit in a cool way. I was a Ninja Turtle. 
<laughs> I was a teenage, not really mutant, but still mm -hmm. ninja turtle. <laughs> there was nothing mutant about yeah, me. Right. Just uh, a teenage turtle. <laughs> not ninja either, but I was a tween and I was a turtle. I ate newts <laughs> for a year as a 13-year-old turtle. And I didn't know how to use the fucking knife. And I didn't know how to use the Zippo lighter. Yeah. Uh, have you ever dealt with an issue like this? Like, dis like you got a backyard in New York. Yeah. Autumn means a lot of leaves back east. What are you doing with all your leaves? Uh, there's two weekends in October and November where they do a leaf pickup. And then they just, you put them in a bag and then they yeah, pick so up you, all the leaves? So I, I blow them, rake them, put them all into bags, bring them out to the front yard on the weekend and they come and collect them. So I don't know what your collection, I mean, there there must be some kind of leaf collection there, but you know, then that's that's only dealing with the problem in the autumn and if it continues through the winter. What if he does like a cowboy situation where he gets a horse and a, a lasso? Right, if you get saloon doors on your house, then all the tumbleweeds start to make sense. Hiya! So you lasso and then you uh, I say yeah, uh, not hiya. You're thinking of the turtle still. <laughs> Yee! And it's like almost like a rodeo, but instead of, um, I used to do like uh, steer catching when I you grew did? up with my old man. Yeah, we used to go from like Wyoming all the way down to Texas over the summer, and we used to just fucking Catch rope steer. Yeah. Rope steer, really? We were used to like we did like describe cowboy. how you tie a knot in the lasso. Well, you would like go like. No, that's how you throw <laughs> it. How you tie the knot? Well, it depends on if you're using a slip knot or if your dad is just fucking going like ham, beating the shit out of you in <laughs> your backyard, <laughs> pretending that it's like. A cowboy fantasy camp. And then you, you start so your hog dad hogtied you like a steer. Your dad your dad hunted you <laughs> like a steer from Wyoming to Colorado. Yeah, to Texas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. We spent a pretty harrowing winter in Oklahoma once. <laughs> With your dad hunting you. I, I don't quite remember what happened because I repressed the memory. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, because it was fucked up what he did to me certainly but i imagine the that there was some lessons valuable lessons that this guy can do and mm. if not using the lasso the steering the and right and if not that then you have the tree paste yes the tree the paste, which is a proprietary <laughs> which my dad and i actually went door to door Correct. in the south you and your dad selling. went into business together after he hunted you <laughs> because nice. i proved my worth and then we ended up hawking snake oil for an entire <laughs> summer in the course of uh, between that and the knives that we used right. to sell doors. This was 1948, right? Yep. This was 1812, actually. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, my suggestion burn them. If it's winter, burn, <laughs> burn the entire fucking town. And would it kill you to move from Calgary to a less yeah. woodsy place? When I first moved into my house and I wanted to understand how trash pickup and disposal and all that stuff worked, I just went to like. You know, New York City had a website where it told you literally everything that you needed to do. So I bet Calgary has one of those too. Yeah, and you you're not the only person dealing with tumbleweeds. I, There's I'm, a solution. I I'm not good at knowing stuff like this before it affects me. So like, this has never affected me. I don't know how to deal with it. Right. Recently, I had a broken dishwasher, so now I know how to work with the dishwasher. Right. And you know how to that, fix your uh, dryer, right? You just had a coin in it. Yeah, I had a coin in the garbage disposal. My oh, the dryer coin, right. was broken because there was lint that hardened on the escape valve That's on it. my roof. Right. So all these things that I know now that I didn't know 
five years ago, maybe this will turn you into a How long do you think expert. before you forget everything you learned about your dishwasher? Every like five years, it kind of resets. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Like, did you know that uh, dishwashers have filters? Yeah, I replaced my filter. Yeah. And then when I replaced my filter, I accidentally put the wrong filter in and it flooded the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what kind of filter my dishwasher needs. Mm -hmm. uh, did you know that when a dishwasher floods, it no longer allows any water to enter the dishwasher? So when I took the filter out and drained the flood by hand, it still wouldn't turn on until I, drum roll, please reset it. Mm -hmm. Do you know how to reset your dishwasher? No, you no. don't. <laughs> you actually have to download the Did manual. Did you not know that the filter needed to be the right size for your dishwasher? Did you just get like a random filter? I got uh, two filters, one like this inner one, one this outer one. And I Did guess you search like when you were buying those filters, did you search by your dishwasher model? I searched by my dishwasher type, Bosch, but I didn't search the there specific you model. There you go. There you go. Okay, so I don't know everything you do about resetting the dishwasher, but I would know if I needed to replace something. Womp, womp. <laughs> to go by my model number. Yeah. yeah. And the model number is actually not too easy to find. It's yeah. on a sticker mm -hmm. in yeah. the dishwasher. That's correct. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Uh, when you purchase it, you'll have the model number in your receipt. I didn't purchase the dishwasher. I see. It came with the place. Cool. There you go. Actually, this is a funny story for when we have Ben on the podcast, but his dad is a sort of a handyman and has been coaching me out of certain sticky situations. So we should have Ben, ben, Aunt ben Schwartz, Schwartz and his dad? father. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess he's seen it all. So oh, he's wow. he's yeah. helping me get in there. You That's need good. someone who's That's seen Jill's it all dad before. For me. Yeah. Because, you know, when you've had a place for 40 years, you've dealt with all these issues yeah. before. My old man, he would just give me a fucking 1-900 number and a slap on the back and a lasso <laughs> around the legs you <laughs> can say you could figure it out <laughs> squeal for me uh, okay uh, thanks for writing these emails in thanks for submitting your theme songs the email address for all of it is if I were you show at gmail.com we're shooting this episode the next episode live in our studio so yeah. you can watch I don't know why I keep saying live it's not live but we are shooting it as a video you can watch it's it on live for us. yeah so you can Listen to it, of course, wherever you get your podcast, as usual. But if you want to watch us, see us as a television program, mm -hmm. uh, you can watch it on YouTube as well. Yeah. And click around all those uh, other Headcom shows. Subscribe to them. Yeah. We're starting to make more and more podcasts in this here studio. That's right. Soon we'll have one in New York. We can e do even more. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can watch us make more videos on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA. Ja. Hundreds of videos on there right now. My God. Thousands of patrons. Join the party. Check us out. That's right. Uh, and we'll be back next week. As always, uh, let's hear that Justin Bieber parody one more time um, as we head out of here. See y'all soon. Bye. I found my ex on OnlyFans. It's not good. She's wearing my grandma's bracelet while guys touch their wood. She said she lost it. I don't know what to do. That was a HeadGum original. Hey there, podcast listener. Good news. We're doing another HeadGum Happy Hour in New York City. Whoa, that's amazing news. Amir, why don't you tell the folks when and where it is? Okay, fine. It's Tuesday, May 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House. Okay, and why don't you tell everybody 
who the fucking hosts are. Yeah, that would be us. It would be, uh, we're hosting it. It's Jake and Amir. Okay, and how about this, you little piece of shit? Why don't you tell everybody who is going to be performing? Who is this show featuring? All right, I don't appreciate being called that, but it is featuring Charlie Bardet, Natalie Rodder Laitman of Exploration And why Live. don't you tell them, excuse me, why don't you tell them who else it's featuring? Yeah, Millie Tamara's and Elise Morales of the Go Touch Grass podcast and some surprise guests as well. More, yes. And Mir, why don't you go ahead and close this out now? You say something like, thanks for listening. We'll see you at the yeah. show or something like that. Why don't you go ahead yeah. and do that? Okay, I will. It's, hmm? it's, Can uh, you do that? So go buy a ticket at headgum.com slash live and we'll see you there. All right, bye.